coming up. The thing that police are saying about this case and about Robert Alexander is that the Wounded Warrior Project alleged scheme was really just the beginning. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Police say for several months, an Arizona man was visiting golf courses and convincing people to donate to a charity golf event. It's an alleged scheme that targeted people's hearts. Scottsdale police say Robert Alexander swindled Valley golfers by asking them to donate to a charity golf tournament hosted by the Wounded Warrior Project. But that event never existed. I feel so violated. Police say that it was all bogus, and it turns out that Robert Alexander has been accused of running similar schemes for the past 20 years all over Arizona. He's a professional. This is what he does. Reporter Chase Golightly is joining us from 12 News in Phoenix. Chase, thanks for being here. Hey, thank you so much for having me. So let's start by looking at the story you heard from a woman named Lindsay Meisner. She was out golfing with a friend one day when she says she met a man named Rob, she would later learn his full name is Robert Alexander. Walk us through that day out on the golf course. So it was just a day that, yes, Lindsay and her friend Kim were going out to the golf course. They haven't seen each other in a long time. They wanted to catch up and hit a couple golf balls. And uh, they just went to one of the many valley area golf courses that we have here in Arizona. And while they were waiting to go and uh, get started, uh, a man just kind of approached him. He introduced himself as Rob, so we started golfing. He actually asked them, hey, since it's kind of busy today, would you mind if we golf together? They were a little hesitant at first, but Lindsay and Kim were both very nice ladies. They said, okay, sure, we can get golfing. And they were out on the golf course for a, a couple hours. They played about 18 holes. And you know, during this time, they're chatting, uh, they're getting to know each other. And then eventually, about a couple hours in, Rob brought up this charity golf tournament that he said that he was running. He said that it was a, a golf tournament to benefit uh, wounded veterans. It was part of the Wounded Warrior Project. And Lindsay, being a veteran herself, very excited about it, thought it would be great to participate in this event. And I'm like, oh, I'm an Army vet. Like, how cool would that be? And then she later found out that this event never actually existed. So at what point did Lindsay Meisner hand over money to Robert Alexander? So it was during that, that first day he brought up this charity golf tournament. He said, hey, people typically have to buy in. Now for you, since you're a veteran, I'll go ahead and uh, put the money forward for you. But the thing that police are saying about this case and about Robert Alexander is that the Wounded Warrior Project uh, alleged scheme was really just the beginning. That's how they say Rob would pull people in to pitch other schemes, and that's what happened to Lindsay. So after they chatted, they got each other's phone numbers, and Rob was talking to her about another business opportunity that he's running in selling school coupon books. And he was like, well, I do these coupon books for the school, and then I donate $2,500 back to it to a charity. Now, he would charge people for the school coupon book about $5,000 per book, and he said about $2,500 of that will be donated um, as a tax write-off. Lindsay's daughter has cystic fibrosis. She has her own charity to raise awareness for it. So Lindsay thought this was a, a great deal to be able to give this guy some money for this business venture and also be able to get some money back for her, her daughter's uh, charity. So she gave him $10,000 in cash. That's the thing Rob told her. It has to be in cash. 
It looks just better this way. It's cleaner this way. And he said it's just, it's better tax-wise. And Lindsay, again, thinking that she was doing something, you know, good for the community and something to help her daughter, fell for this scam, please say. An important detail in all of this, too, is that the organizations Robert Alexander was allegedly claiming to be affiliated with were real organizations. The Wounded Warrior Project is a real nonprofit. He's just not actually affiliated with them, right? Exactly. And when you look at the uh, police records of when they were looking at this case, because they're saying Lindsay was not the only victim. They've received so many calls of people saying, hey, we met Rob. Police were saying that Rob would frequently go to several golf courses and kind of run this same scheme. And he would either push it as, you know, hey, here's this Wounded Warrior Project that I'm uh, starting. It's a charity golf tournament. You have to pay a couple hundred bucks to get in and, again, put on these other schemes. But what police found out and what the victims did when they started to not hear back from Rob is they called the Wounded Warrior Project and the organization said, we have no idea who this guy is. He's not affiliated with us in any way. They even called the golf course where he told them that golf tournament was going to be held. They had no idea that there was going to be a, a charity golf tournament. So police and some of the victims were getting suspicious and making those calls. And they found out, yeah, Wounded Warrior Project and the golf course where this is supposed to be happening have no idea about it. So Chase, Lindsay Meissner hands over all of this money in cash. What happens from there? So she hands over the money. Within a couple days, you know, she's texting him. They're still in contact. Uh, he says, yes, he's going to help out. But then eventually, Lindsay texts Rob and hears nothing. She said that uh, before, you know, on, on certain phones, the text message will go in blue. They started to go green. She's tried to call him, no answer. She said that she got completely blocked from uh, his phone and was never able to contact him again. I mean, I just triggered. I was like, what is going on? When Lindsay Meissner realizes what's really going on here, what was her reaction? She told me she felt violated. I felt sick. Uh, to be honest with you, I haven't slept since I found out. She said that she gave her trust this guy. She really, really regrets it. She says, looking back on it now, that she should have seen, hey, giving this person $10,000 in cash was not a good idea. It was money that she saved up to help uh, her parents, to help her daughter. And she just thought that she was doing something good. And she said that she knows that she'll probably never see that money again. And she's just, she says she's heartbroken by it. He's going to just keep destroying so many people's lives. And it was actually... She went to that same golf course because, you know, she's a, re a regular there. And it was a bartender that actually showed her R12 News article of when Robert was arrested. Tonight at 10, a Scottsdale man under arrest for allegedly tricking people into donating to a charity event, supposedly helping wounded war warriors and veterans who police say never existed. So Robert Alexander now charged with that scheme. And tonight, investigators believe that there could be even more potential victims. So you mentioned you learned that there are other victims of this same alleged scheme. You've also learned about prior accusations against this man, Robert Alexander. Walk through what you've learned. Right. We've learned that Robert Alexander has really run schemes here in Arizona for more than 20 years. The biggest one was a wire fraud scheme involving millions of dollars. Back in 1998, Rob reached out to some investment groups and said that, hey, if you invest in my business, it's an import and export business, I can give you high return on your money. And 
a lot of high-level investors really fell for it. They were giving Rob millions of dollars a year. And according to federal court records, federal court documents that we obtained, they gave him about $21 million over the course of five years. And the same thing, uh, Rob was telling him, hey, I'll give you money back on the investment. They said that he was actually creating sham documents to make it look like he was earning a lot of money for everyone. But in reality, he was spending that money on Rolex watches, diamond rings, cars, anything you can imagine. And it got to the point where the investors got the FBI involved. Rob actually pleaded guilty in that federal case, having to spend eight years behind bars in a federal prison. They also ordered him to pay $10 million in restitution for this Ponzi scheme. And then after he's released, it's not long before there are fresh allegations. That's right. So he was behind bars for eight years. This happened about 2006, 2007. He gets out. And it was really just a couple of years later where, according to the Arizona Corporation Commission that got involved, he was running more golf-related schemes. It takes a certain amount of chutzpah to continue doing it like that. Where they say he was, once again, going out to the golf courses, chatting it up with people, uh, victims saying he was a very charismatic guy, and convincing them to invest in a golf ball resale business that he was running, where he would tell them, hey, if you give me thousands of dollars, I can get you a, a, a 20 to 30% return on your investment within just a couple of weeks. Mr. Alexander was basically uh, defrauding friends and acquaintances. Some of it he used to pay other investors back to keep them quiet. Most of it he used just to live on. What was the end result of that case that was brought against Robert Alexander? So this is the thing is that those civil cases are going through right now, but it got the attention of the Arizona Corporation Commission. They did an investigation. They said there were about 10 investors. They say Rob was going and meeting people at the golf course and getting money from them. He was getting money from friends. He said that he was getting anywhere between 10 to just over $100,000 per investor for this golf ball resale business that they said never existed. The Arizona Corporation Commission ordered him to pay $382,000 in restitution for that. So Chase, what all of these different schemes and alleged schemes have in common is Robert Alexander convincing or allegedly convincing the victims to give him money. What have you been able to learn about how exactly he's able to do that? Well, speaking with Lindsay, she said that he really seemed like a normal guy. She said he, he seemed like her dad that he was you know, very charismatic, he was very helpful on the golf course, they were having regular good conversation. Uh, when they finished golfing for the day and they went to the restaurant, it was just a good time, a uh, very smooth talker. And then after it was revealed that he's done this so much before, uh, Lindsay was saying he really knew what he was doing. Other victims were saying the same thing, that he was just so convincing about the golf ball resale business, about the school coupon books, and about this uh, alleged charity golf tournament that they just really believed him. Chase Golightly with KPNX in Phoenix. Thanks for sharing the story. Thank you so much for having me on. And thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Crime. We're here every day of the week, Monday through Friday with a new one. So make sure you're subscribed to or following the show wherever it is you're listening right now. 
If you're looking for something else to listen to, you should check out Vault Studio's newest podcast, Intent, The Tex MacGyver Case. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. <laughs>